This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, January 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. The new Ag Labor Board, banning gun shows, Stab It Out takes charge, and ag groups lay out infrastructure priorities. CDFA sets up grower meetings for 30 by 30 goal. CDFA has announced six meetings to gather farmer-led climate solutions for sequestering carbon, reducing greenhouse gases, and enhancing biodiversity. The meetings are organized around livestock and dairy, row and field crops, and trees and vines. CDFA will issue a report based on the feedback that will inform the state's climate scoping plan and natural working land strategy. The information will also guide the governor's 30 by 30 conservation goal. Era of strife at Ag Labor Board is in the past. Vow new appointees. The Senate Rules Committee unanimously confirmed two appointments to the Agriculture Labor Relations Board this week. Nearly a year ago, Governor Gavin Newsom selected board members Victoria Hasid to serve as chair and tapped Los Angeles attorney Cynthia Flores as a new member. Their confirmations, however, were delayed due to the pandemic. Santa Cruz Senator John Laird recalled that when the board was created in 1975, it was an explosive in that era. There was lots of division. Hasid acknowledged a very fierce battle to get this act passed to create the board, and those tensions lingered for over a decade. But she said that she and fellow board members have worked, quote, to instill a culture of civility and collegiality at the board. Labor groups commended Hasid's commitment to the ALRB mission of ensuring collective bargaining rights for agricultural workers. California would ban gun shows at fairgrounds under a new bill. Senator Dave Men of Irvine has introduced a measure that would prohibit firearm sales on state property. This would prevent fairs affiliated with CDFA from leasing grounds to host gun shows. According to Men, the bill would, quote, effectively end the gun show loophole and eliminate the sale of ghost guns, straw party sales, and gun thefts. Our county fairgrounds are supposed to be family-friendly venues, long associated with wholesome events like county fairs, 4-H events, rodeos, and music festivals, he said. Stabenow offers clues to climate plan. The Biden administration's climate policy is still at work and process, especially when it comes to agriculture. But we have a better idea of where the Senate could be headed and the implications could extend into the next farm bill. Senator Debbie Stabenow, who expects to take over as chair of the Ag Committee next week, is eyeing at least two key steps on climate policy. One is to move her Growing Climate Solutions Act to the Senate floor. That bill's intended to facilitate trading in ag carbon markets. Stabenow wants to use a broader climate package to pour new funding into conservation programs that will compensate farmers for reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Using that climate legislation for funding would mean lawmakers wouldn't have to cut other farm bill programs to cover the cost of those green payments. By the way, Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, who will be the committee's top Republican, wants several hearings on climate policy. Bozeman told AgriPulse, My concern, as always, is anything we need to do needs to be voluntary. 
He's also skeptical about whether farmers will benefit significantly from carbon markets. You can read more about Stabenow's plans at Agripulse.com. Stabenow backs CFAT freeze. USDA has suspended payments under the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program that were authorized at the end of the Trump administration. The decision is in line with the incoming administration's government-wide regulatory review. Stabenow said she agrees with the idea of pausing and reviewing where we are now. The American Farm Bureau Federation says in a letter to USDA that it should review the comments the department has received on CFAP and then resume payments as soon as possible. AFBF last week filed a series of recommendations for USDA to consider. EPW sets confirmation hearing for Regan. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee will consider the nomination of Michael Regan to be administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency at a hearing next Wednesday. Regan, who has the backing of farm groups, is not expected to have any difficulty getting confirmed to the position. He's been serving as Secretary of North Carolina's Department of Environmental Quality. Rural Coalition to Biden Address Rural Infrastructure More than 250 national and state groups have signed a letter appealing to the Biden administration to ensure that its infrastructure plan puts significant resources into rural needs, from fixing roads to upgrading locks and dams and expanding broadband. The letter reads, As you are aware, past infrastructure initiatives often focused on urban and suburban infrastructure while not adequately addressing the unique needs of rural communities. We ask that you address this as a part of your administration's comprehensive infrastructure renewal efforts. Now keep in mind, the letter acknowledges federal funding alone won't be enough and notes state and local money as well as private investment may also be needed. The Trump administration ran into opposition from rural lawmakers because it proposed a heavy reliance on private investment. And then there's this. The letter says rural communities should, quote, have an opportunity to own, control, and benefit from the new investments through cooperatives or other mechanisms that promote local forms of ownership. Farm Bureau appeals for H-2A travel exemption. AFBF is urging the Departments of State and Homeland Security to allow H-2A workers to fly from South Africa to the United States, that despite a travel ban that's set to take effect tomorrow. The ban is intended to keep a new strain of COVID-19 out of the U.S., although it was detected yesterday in South Carolina. The most recent available data indicates that approximately 5,000 of these valued essential workers originate from South Africa, AFBF President Zippy Duvall said in the letter. Many of these South African H-2A workers have a unique skill set, and American farmers are counting on their timely arrival as they make plans for their upcoming growing seasons. Here's today's She Said It. The governor is keen to understand the landscape of regulations that fall on all farmers. That's CDFA Secretary Karen Ross in a blog post on Newsom's budget proposal. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, January 29th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly. <laughs> 